You're listening to curated podcasts from the Beyond Infinity radio show, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. Now, John, you've got a feature story for us today relating to a messaging app, to Signal, is it? Yeah, so everyone, like a lot of people are familiar with um, Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp. They're quite popular messaging services. Even to, a, you know, people are very common with a basic SMS service that you would have on your phone. Yep. And there are lots of different apps and app providers that have secure ways to connect, connect with people. Which is encryption. Encryption. So Signal is one of these apps. And famously, a few years ago, the former Prime Minister, Malcolm Turnbull, had um, talked about using Signal and to communicate with some of his cabinet ministry. Mm. And I, I think it might have even been sort of shown on his phone when it was tilted toward the camera at one stage. And look, I, I'm not a user of Signal, but I'm very familiar with, um, you know, the role of the, the platform. And, yeah. you know, you may not like WhatsApp because it is owned by Facebook and you don't know what's happening with that information. Yeah. Uh, but the way that Signal is, has been created is that it's a – the code is – open so it means that when they write it they show the code to everybody and yep. allow open them to source. open source and yep. they let people see it and, uh, and and that means that there's sort of no sort of hidden you know unniceties in there you know you be able to see if there was tracking information or decryption information yeah and the idea is that um, once the signal app is on your device and let's say Piers you had one on your device and we were communicating to each other then the encryption happens at the phone level it doesn't happen back at the servers which is supplying the app it actually happens down between the two phones right so I would encrypt the message on my phone through the app and send that to you and you would decrypt it and that's based on sort of this handshake which is what's the technical term you know between the apps now I know you reported previously on the um, the upcoming bill which was the assistance and access bill yes which has been passed there are has some been new, there are some changes apparently which are going to have to be made in the new year, but Labor did somewhat reluctantly agree with the government, which has got a does it's I think it's a it's line ball, it's almost a hung parliament in Australia now. Mm. They have agreed to kind of review it again, and there's a lot of people who are saying there are big problems with this. It, it's not enough oversight, overreach, all the rest of it. But what you're saying by the sound of things is that it may be actually quite ineffective. Well, it's look. It's impossible. I, I it's impossible to break the encryption. This is one of the stupidest things that the government has ever voted on, and uh, should be uh, voted out, voted down uh, the second that the you know there's an alternate government in. This is ridiculous. It's mm. essentially I've listened to a few people talk about it now, and it's essentially a war on maths, uh, because the, as I've sort of suggested with this Signal app, is that the the mathematics, the encryption happens on each device. And so what the bill, the Assistance and Access Bill, now law, basically says is that companies that create these, this software need to either provide access to the content that's shared between users yep. um, or be able to unlock that content by basically creating a back door, front door, side door, whatever you want to call the door. Uh, I know that there's... A way for yeah. law enforcement. So say there's a, a, a terrorist case or there's a big criminal case and they need to crack into someone's communications because you know, obviously criminals do use mm -hmm. these organised crime. Criminals, terrorists use these apps because they know that they can communicate anonymously securely, and securely. Right. And so law enforcement would tap on the shoulder of the people behind Signal and say, we need, we need access to this dialogue yeah. or this communication. And Signal then turns around and says, well, sorry, we can't. They, they're saying they can't, and they're actually just saying that they're, they're not even going to. They're not even going to, um, you know... Can't they be banned from selling to Australian phones then? Aren't there things that the well, government can do to kind of affect their business in Australia? Well, this is the this is the big unknown at the moment, and mm. a lot of the tech community is talking about this, is mm. that 
what does happen next? Because if, for example, uh, there is a, a a big concern, there are uh, let, let let's assume the worst case scenario. There's a major terrorist cell happening within Australia, and they it is known for some reason that they are using Signal. Hmm. Uh, the government, ASIO, other federal bodies then go to Signal and say, "We need you to unlock or open or, or gain access to the messages that are happening here." Now, if they say no, then essentially they're, they're the ones. Signal are the ones that uh, are going against the law, which has been created by this. And I think it's fines. And I think the legislation at the mo- moment uh, that got passed, got rushed through, one of the last sitting days of Parliament, yep. just within the, within the last week or so in Australia, that provides for big fines, like fines that are so big that even Apple would not want to pay them for too long. It's it, on, a, on a daily basis. It's, and this would push the likes of Signal and any any other tech company that currently works in Australia mm. or has an office in Australia to say, well... We're out of here. I'm out of here. I'm going to move overseas. I'll go to New Zealand. I'll go America. I'll go anywhere else except mm. here. Mm. It means that other companies from overseas would not want to set up an office here. They'd be looking and going, well, we can't allow our software to be compromised by this bill and mm. therefore we won't even allow access. You know, we know, for example... Why um, should we... What about the rest of the world? If we do it for Australia, then that same vulnerability could be exploited and that's the reason why they wouldn't mm. want to do it and mm. this is and the, the, the same argument's been made by apple by the way yeah they, they were making submissions to that parliamentary inquiry before because yeah. it's been going on the, oh, the run up to years, that the, yeah. yeah it's been going on since i think august last year 2017 was when the, the parliament started had a special committee looking at how they could uh, change encryption laws or yeah. how to get access mm-hmm. in the case of uh, you know dire need by law enforcement or federal police or anti-terrorism organizations that sort of stuff yeah, this is, this look, is what they come it, up with. Look, it is government overreach because mm. um, they already have the powers to compel you to unlock your device. Mm. So that is law that, that... As you come into the country? As you come into Otherwise the country. Otherwise you get 10 or, years jail or yeah, a big fine. Yep. Yeah, mm. um, they already have powers to monitor your communications if it's unencrypted. So yep. that... They've got exists. data retention that's been around for a while. They've got to keep your data, all the telcos and uh, ISPs have got to keep your data for two years, I believe. So there is a lot of methods that they already have at their disposal. Mm. Mm. My understanding of this bill was, or uh, law now, is it was about consulting consolidation and adding new things into it and this is probably the worst component of it and it's you know for the people out there that say oh well, you know it's good that we're able to catch these terrorists but the problem is and as we've seen particularly with the NSA that happened uh, you know there was uh, Edward Snowden yep. and uh, had exposed what had occurred years mass ago surveillance, yeah. and so the NSA had built in these back doors and they kept them secret and they'd use this technology to gain access to systems even that, even things like hardware being influenced you know like yeah. uh, the, 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 um, the backbone of the internet you know uh, Intel devices and uh, and other networking yeah. devices yeah. were actually being you know before they got sold they were going to the CIA and the CIA was potentially altering the hardware the firmware on before, the, yeah. before and even hardware I believe and then sending it off so there's been rumors about back doors being built into systems for a long time and and what it means is uh, it means that you either have uh, no security because Uh, as soon as these keys as these programs uh, get out because there is a no question in my mind that it will happen if if anything of this nature can be created it will be exposed and that means that the whole internet becomes um, vulnerable Mm. because and the idea is that you can compel an australian citizen that works for a foreign company to 
you know, create or expose the way to unlock this encryption. I don't know how far that would go. Yeah. Um, maybe if the case was compelling enough, it could go that far. That's mm. some of the, the scare tactics. But the big concern is uh, what the future of tech is in Australia because if people think, well, if I create this software that I want for the public, uh, then the government will lean on me to make sure that they have the keys to decrypt it. Therefore, it's not secure. Why would I bother setting up shop here? So Signal have basically said, we're not going to um, comply. We're not going to do this. And even if they uh, chose to do that, if, if they turn around and said, okay, well, we have to, then the people that are trying to do the illegal things are going to find a different platform, another way to communicate. So it's the whack-a-mole game, but everybody else loses their security and privacy because of uh, this I know. dark, and, and terrible it, idea. Yeah, it's, it's true. Uh, and it is, that is the bottom line, that you can't, get, you can't provide law enforcement with access to one person's secure communications without making everyone's communications vulnerable who chooses to use the same platform and don't forget they're not just talking i mean signal to me is a reasonably you know it's not a very particularly well-known piece of software i mean people use it but whatsapp's far more widely used as is iMessaging um through from iphone to iphone which is also encrypted and and uh it's the same technology that's being used it's it's end-to-end encryption Mm. even the organizations that design these things as you've said earlier they don't have the ability to break it and that's part of the design is that they're they're saying to their users this is so secure that even we don't have the keys so so unless we deliberately engineer a backdoor and then we give that to you in an update which basically makes your software unsecure Mm -hmm. there is no way to get into it there's no way to comply with these new australian laws unless the actual software itself is altered and look for for an example i uh, use and promote and talked about many times on this show LastPass as a way to store your passwords Mm. now they're a foreign uh, company they work in the us but let's assume because they're available in australia that the australian government is somehow able to put pressure on LastPass and say you have to give us a method to unlock anybody's LastPass. and for me this that's got the keys to my life. That's got everything in there. It's 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 got every single login that you can think of because mm. I don't want to think of the the mm. passwords. I know you said you've got a thousand passwords. I They're think it's all centralised in, in, in LastPass. Yeah. And, and so um, if the government has access to that, then what they can log into anything they want. And mm. So they only need to have um, the decryption key for one to mm. then access everything. What about the banking industry? I mean, well, it's, it's relying this, on the same sort of secure communications. SSL isn't yeah. that the same sort of exactly? So mm. this look this is the concern because the concern is when it gets out because let's not say if it's when it happens Mm. when the uh, encryption keys if they're created when they're created they actually get exposed because Mm. the government can't control them the dark web yep they've um they've contracted out to a third party to keep the security that security lapses these keys get out Uh, then it's things like identity theft it's gain access to your bank accounts your secure communications go back to sending you know letters by post you know <laughs> it is steaming it, the envelope open to read the letter instead that'd be is, that'd be a hassle for them wouldn't it it is a scary time for australia in the mm. tech industry at the moment mm. it to me is the stupidest thing that i've ever mm. heard and i cannot believe it is law it's been rammed through unfortunately but they're going to review it early next year thanks a lot john thanks for listening We'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.